All right, it's March 14th, 2021, and this is the Cardi Show. I'm Brent Cardi, of course, glad to have you aboard. Big thank you to uh, the Honorable Judge Lou Schiff for his uh, appearance last week on the program. Uh, of course, you can get Lou's book at baseball. In the law, just Google that, Carolina Academic Press. And I need to make a, a quick apology. There's no website, baseballinthelaw.com. And I also screwed up his Twitter handle. And uh, not my finest work, but that's okay. Um, got the Twitter handle corrected. And uh, some good feedback on that. So big thank you to Lou. Big thank you to everybody who listened. Today's program, good friend of the podcast returns, Danny Gallagher. Former Expos beat writer, author of many Expos books. He uh, has a new one coming out. We'll talk to Danny about that. And uh, it just felt like yesterday that uh, Always Remembered came out. His uh, most uh, recent book before his new book. Stay with me here. And uh, you can get all that indigo and chapters and, and whatever and whatnot. Next week on the program, Roundtable, Brett Gard, Dave Glassford, Brian Cardi. And uh, we will have a huge, monumental Cardi Show announcement. It is huge. I, I don't know what else to tell you. It is a... Uh, it's so big that I would probably say that it could be a defining moment for this podcast. Huge announcement next week on the Cardi Show. So there's that. And we got some more tough news this week. The loss of uh, Real Cormier, former big leader. And we'll talk to Danny about his time with the Expos. Passed away from pancreatic uh, cancer and lung cancer as well. He had stage 4 lung cancer in 2020. So... Thoughts go to the family of Real Cormier. A tough loss there. And just trying to wrap my head around what else is coming up. I think all the April guest uh, spots are booked. We got Chris Henderson. We got Milan. We got Dylan Baker. Another round table. But anyways, I shouldn't go too far ahead. Coming up on the other side, Danny Gallagher on the Coyote Show. Alright, here's the man of the hour. Always great to hear from uh, author Danny Gallagher, former Expos beat writer, and uh, I guess most importantly, good friend of this podcast. Danny, uh, how you been? Thanks for coming back. Look, thanks very much for having me on the podcast, uh, Brent. So, you have penned another new book. Uh, it's coming out April 15th, I believe, and it is called... Never Forgotten. Uh, tells about Ron LaFleur, Ron Hunt, and other expos. Um, talk to us about this process. Uh, you uh, just you recently, I think it was last year, came out with Always Remembered. Uh, pretty much at 12, 13 months, you bring out another new book. Uh, talk to us about the process of writing this one. Yeah, what happened there last summer, Brent, a few months after Always Remembered came out, um, I was going through old clippings, cleaning up uh, some of the bins uh, at my place here of, of collections of stuff. Uh, 
to roll clubbing and, and it got me inspired to to do uh, another book because for a few months I hadn't really thought of when I might write the next book but when I got through looking through all these clippings uh, it gave me inspired me to write another book so I kind of turned it around oh in about what nine ten months so a lot of brand new interviews a lot of brand new stories um so it's uh it's quite a little uh quite the book uh, I'm coming up with again you know it's memories of, of 1969 to 2004, the same as uh, always remembered, but different stories and, and different interviews. What's, I mean, what's your process in writing a book? I mean, you penned a lot of them now. Uh, the majority baseball, I remember Genius uh, being about Rick Moran, the founder of Switch Alley and Harvey's. What's your process? I mean, do you do, you do an outline or is it something you just you dig into and uh, kind of let's see what happens kind of deal? Chronological order. See, these these last two books uh, have been about 1969 to 2004. So you kind of look at uh, maybe look at the the all time roster brunt of the Expos and see who some of these players maybe that haven't gotten much ink or much exposure since they played with the Expos and they they had some good years and and maybe not so good years with the Expos. They all contributed to the, the franchise over the years. So that's basically been kind of it, uh, picking and choosing maybe certain players to write about uh, a certain book. And of course, it requires a lot of uh, interviews as well and, and, and research, uh, checking out statistics of those players over the years, even in the minor leagues, to see how they may have done in the minor leagues and uh, and so on. So uh, in this particular book, for example, I've uh, written about Pepe Fuyas, who played with, with the Expos for a number of years, but also played in Thetford Mines, Quebec, um, as a... Uh, April 15th, uh, that book comes out. But I want to talk about Always Remembered. I mean, that's still fresh. That's still in stores. Uh, Kevin Glue, uh, I th- you know Kevin very well, uh, the uh, great blogger from Cooper's Towners in Canada, uh, wrote a great review about your book. And uh, he mentioned that you uh, tracked down a bunch of uh, former expos. But one guy in particular you tracked down was Bud Seelig. Talk to us about your conversation with Bud Selig about the Expos and leaving Montreal. Well, he uh, he told me that he uh, did a pretty good job of trying to get new owners to come in and be part of the Expos in the 1990s and I guess in the early 2000s. And he has a reputation among Expos fans of maybe being the one 
we cannot go over the Expos at the time. But I, I, I have some sympathy for Bud Selig and, and maybe some not sympathy for him. But I, 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 I tend to agree with him that he tried to come to Quebec with uh, Claude Beauchou and talk to the Quebec Premier Lucien Bouchard you know, back in the 90s to try to get a stadium approved for Montreal, but it never came to pass. So. But uh, on the other hand, Bud Selig, uh, you know, had something to do with the, you know, the departure of the Expos uh, in 2004. He arranged that deal where the Expos would be sold to Jeffrey Loria and uh, the Ex and Major League Baseball would take over the Expos. Um, so, Bud Selig has his uh, detractors and some people who, you know, thought that he helped out the Expos a little bit trying to get new ownership. So it's a kind of a negative, positive situation as far as Bud Selig goes with the Expos. Well, I wanted to talk to you about the uh, the whole Expos uh, raise sharing a, a team for a season or two or three. Um, do you think that dream is uh, on hold, or do you think the dream is dead due to COVID and the pandemic? Well, I think it's been delayed for sure. Um, you know, Nashville, one of the teams interested in getting Major League Baseball had Dave Dombrowski as one of its consultants for a short period of time and when the Phillies went after Dombrowski one of the first things that Dombrowski did was call Major League Baseball and see how does it look for expansion or relocation of a team in Nashville for example because I'm, I, I'm interested in maybe staying in Nashville but the Phillies are after me and, and Major League Baseball told them that there's nothing on the agenda in 2021 as far as expansion and uh, relocation. So it definitely, COVID has definitely pushed expansion or relocation to the back, uh, back uh, jet on the stove. And so, you know, Dombrowski ended up going to the Phillies. And, uh, you know, that thing with Tampa Bay is scheduled for 2027 and 2028, and Brent, that's a long time away. So, as far as expansion, I, I would think that it's, it's it's on the back burner as well with Major League Baseball because of COVID and the lack of revenues that Major League Baseball teams are able to generate with no fans in the stands or small amounts of people. This year, I see whether some of the stadiums are being allowed to bring in some fans, but uh, definitely COVID has pushed things back uh, for some time. 2027 and 2028, you, uh, they're definitely a long ways away. It feels like it's been uh, 10 years uh, over the past 12 months, but if for some reason Montreal gets a team... Uh, you talked about revenues and one of the big revenues in all of baseball and I guess all the sports now is TV revenues. Could a Montreal team be out of luck for a TV partner uh, due to Bell Media's recent activity of slashing radio stations and personalities? I also think, Danny, that Rogers may not want to uh, cannibalize their viewership if uh, Montreal comes back to town as uh, everybody knows Rogers owns the Blue Jays. Well, I 
ownership group and and Stephen Brockman and Mitch Garber. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, that Tampa Bay situation, I don't think it'll ever come to pass. It, the Players Association will put a foot on that, I think, because it's just too many problems. And I don't, I don't think it will ever come to pass. I think at some point, I've always been saying in recent years is that uh, Major League Baseball will give approval to give Brockman and Garber the approval to buy Tampa Bay outright, maybe even in the next few years, long before 2027, and, and uh, they'd move the team to Montreal. Um, did you, uh, when you were a beat writer, did you have a vote for Cooperstown? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, at that time, you had to have 10 years, so yeah, I just had a few years under my belt. <laughs> How do you feel about the current Cooperstown voting process? Um, as you're well aware, 2021, uh, uh, nobody getting inducted. I mean, that's not a bad thing due to COVID, but you still want to get the uh, other folks from 2020, such as Larry Walker, a man that's... Uh, part of your new book, uh, you want to make sure he gets inducted, but how do you feel about the voting process currently uh, for Cooperstown? I, I think it's okay. The, um, some of the voters have, don't really have much use for the, for the you know, the pet uses like Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and uh, Manny Ramirez and, uh, and as a result, but those guys didn't get in this year especially Bonds and Clements, who, who, who didn't need Ted's to get into the Hall of Fame in Kyrgyzstan. They already were posting some, you know, some pretty decent numbers on their own. Although, they, 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 you know, Bonds, his, uh, he, he had you know, gotten bigger right, and stronger through Ted's. And so, but uh, it's a kind of a, situation where they probably would have got into Cooperstown without taking any pets. Yeah. And as a result, the, you know, the voters, a lot of the voters just didn't vote for them. Yeah, they don't seem to want to touch it, but, you know, you hear some Hall of Fame writers go, if I look at the numbers, you know, I, I think their last year of eligibility, I think at least for Bonds is next year. Uh, you know, if this guy gets in, if Harold Baines gets in, uh, Barry Bond should get in. So, I don't know. It, it's something interesting, Danny, for sure. Um, I wanted to talk to you about expos that you thought should be in either St. Mary's uh, or Cooperstown. Um, a couple guys off the top of my head. Mike Lansing, um, maybe in St. Mary's. He played a long time for the expos. And uh, Moises Alou, well, uh, how are you feeling about those two names? Yeah, for sure. Moises uh, had a few good years for the uh, Expos. I'm not sure about uh, Mike Lansing, but uh, uh, the guys I'd like to see in, in St. Mary's would be Bill Stoneman because mm. he early years as a pitcher, and then he was with the... Uh, Exposed for a long time as an administrator. He he's somebody that's overdue for for St. Mary's. And then Darren Fletcher had a solid career with the Expos and the Blue Jays as a catcher. And uh, you know, there's always a, a, some of us recommended uh, Bill Lee because of all of his uh, time. 
long day at Quebec suburb, uh, Montreal suburb. And, um, you know, the, the, I've, I've also uh, nominated myself, Steve, Bryn Smith and Steve Renko, the former Expos pitchers, who I think should be in uh, St. Mary's. So there are a few that, that I think uh, should be in there. And as far as Cooperstown, Brent, I think the the possibilities are, are next to slim of any more exposed people going into Cooperstown. That's uh, definitely fair. Uh, fair for sure. Um, let's see, where are we at right now? Um, Real Cormier passed away this week um, at uh, a very young age. I don't remember Real with the Expos. Uh, remind us about his time with the Expos and uh, your memories of uh, Real Cormier. I know he pitched uh, for us in 88 in Seoul. And uh, the Cardinals, the Phillies, the Red Sox. Talk to us about uh, your memories of uh, Real Cormier. Real Cormier was a starting pitcher in his um, one season with the Expos. And then he pitched... I think one game the following season, and then he had shoulder problems. And uh, but he, like, he was a pretty solid pitcher with the Expos. And then uh, what he did, he kind of specialized out of the bullpen the remainder of his career in the major leagues. He had some great years with the Phillies, uh, tremendous out of the bullpen, and he was pretty decent years with the Cardinals and the Reds. And he also. Um, in a couple of uh, Olympics, uh, uh, to, what, 1988 and 2008 for Team Canada. Yeah. So he had a solid career uh, in the major leagues. And he logged a lot of time, what, 16 years in the major leagues. A great uh, addition for Team Canada over the years at different events. And uh, pretty tragic that he uh, died so young. Yes, uh, Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame inductee as well, uh, and uh, rightfully so, rightfully so. Um, upcoming projects for you. Um, you seem to work fast. What else are you working on? Well, there's always a chance I keep writing uh, Expos books, but uh, the time trip, I'm not too sure on that. But, but uh, yeah, I think I'll continue to be writing some Expos books and perhaps branch out into something else uh, in baseball as well, but I'm not too sure at this stage. Yeah, so no idea into what that something else would be? Any any old Blue Jays books? Or you, would you go back in the 1800s or or something like that? Well, somebody, somebody has suggested maybe looking into doing a book on the 69 Expos, the very first... Uh, franchise team so you know it's I suppose that's a possibility you know that the, the very first Expos team well that'd yeah. be exciting that'd be exciting I mean imagine the interviews you could get that'd be awesome um, yeah, the other thing too Brent uh, there's been hundreds and hundreds of players who played for the Expos over the years I could continue to write books about from 69 to 2004 different uh, different new stories and different new interviews on players that really have not been getting much ink over the years since they left uh, the Expos. That would be exciting, Danny. Uh, always appreciate your work. 
Uh, April 15th is uh, the uh, release date for Never Forgotten. And uh, Always Remembered is still out in stores now. Uh, so go go on and get yourself those books, folks. They're great books, well written by a very uh, knowledgeable, passionate author. Uh, Danny, always thank you for your time. Always appreciate it. Thanks again for the time, Brent. I appreciate it. That's been, Dan- that's been Danny Gallagher on The Cardi Show. All right, that's a uh, big thanks to Danny Gallagher. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at DanoGallagher7. Um, and if you want to get a, uh, a signed copy of the book, reach out to me on Twitter, at Cardi Show It Up, and uh, I will get you in touch with Danny. Uh, I forgot the trivia question. Dave Glosser gets a ballot last week. He had the uh, right interview, or right answer, <laughs> to the trivia question. Uh, Florida's first stadium when the Marlins enter the league. Joe Robbie Stadium. So, he gets a ballot for the Big Cardi Show Baseball Prize. This week's question. I'm going to make it so easy. So easy. 1969, the Expos entered the league. The stadium they played at was called what? What was the name of the first stadium the Expos played at? You can uh, DM me your answers. Tweet me your answers. Put your answers in the comments. And uh, you get a ballot for the big Cardi Show baseball prize. That is not going to be the big announcement next week on the roundtable. Tell you that. That's it for today's Cardi Show. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the time change, by the way. Uh, Danny Gallagher showed up early. So uh, hopefully you guys get adjusted. We'll talk to you next week.